All right, hello and welcome to episode 44 of Arrivai Betrayal Talk. I'm Jam. I'm Jobs. Welcome to the show. Twink. <laughs> Today we're at Hus Brewing here in Tempe. They're the brewery locally owned that are brewing our Hoppy Havelina IPA, and we've actually been helping just in the back there. Yeah. With the brew process, what did you think of that so far? It's awesome. <laughs> Got to scoop some grains and like add some things to the mixtures of things. Scooping grain, putting hops in. Put hops in and yep. smelling all the happy things. It's nice. So that beer is going to be ready next week already. Yeah. It's, it's really fast here. Yeah. But we are they're going to be tapping the hop, Hoppy Havelina IPA here at Huss in Tempe, also at their central Phoenix location. On and they're also canning it. Yeah. Like this. It's going to be slow breathing. And, and that will be available for purchase at the expo for the race and also at Havelina headquarters all race weekend. Huss will be out there serving. Yep. Super excited about it. Yeah, so let's kick things off. What are what are we even talking about today? I mean besides Q and A. Mostly, yeah, we're gonna do a little Q and A, but we also like with all of the brewing of things, we thought the juke tube today would be a deconstructed IPA. <laughs> Boom. So we're gonna be doing that a little bit later. We're gonna be eating and drinking all of the parts of an IPA mm-hmm. or any beer. Yeah. Most likely. Right. But first we're gonna drink a beer. Yeah. It's beer 30. It's almost beer 30. What do they call it's, it when they finish a so knockout beer? We just got done with the, the knockout process. part of the brew process, and the brewer said knockout time is beer time. So, cheers. Cheers. Chink. I don't even think they chinked. Now they did. I mean, do cans really chink? I don't know. Mm, smells good. Mm-hmm. So, Copper State is actually like the base of the Hoppy Havilima, correct? Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're taking this beer, adding orange, orange peel, like orange zest, yeah. orange juice, agave, and sage. And sage. So it's Just, a little bit of a, like, the desert love going into the Copper State IPA. So that is all happening. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Havilene 100 song. Okay. Because I know people are curious about it. Yeah, yeah. Where is it at right now? Where, we, where is it at in the process? So last night... Uh, we actually went to a recording studio and recorded the song, and it is done. Done. It's done. Two hours. In two it hours. Out. Knocked it out. Um, so we're going to start filming tomorrow, actually. Yeah, uh, huge thank you to video. Jason. He runs the Surprise Running Club. He, he hooked us up with the uh, recording studio yeah. and his assistants. So grateful. And uh, we'll be putting out some footage on that soon, showing... What that process looks like. Oh. What that? Girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm great. So, super excited about that. Um, what else with Havilene 100? We, for those of you running that are tuning in, we did send out the participant guide. Yep. Had that? Did that just go out or did that? So yesterday, um, most everyone should have gotten um, kind of an introductory email, um, and then look forward. If you're running the race, you're going to be getting little snippets. Um, of information throughout this week and next week. 
Um, but the participant guide went out um, along with um, information on the expo. Um, and so everyone running should have gotten an email yesterday. Awesome. Yeah. And then we're also going to put out a race director video Thursday, Friday, Friday. So we're going to be recording that today and then getting it out to you guys. So you can take a look at last year's. There already is one on our YouTube channel for Air Viper Running, but we're going to be recording an updated one. Uh, Jubilee will be in the video uh, along with myself. And yeah, I don't know. If, I guess if people do have questions, we can answer them here. But if there's really good questions, we might even include that information in. So if there's anything in the in participant the guide yeah. that isn't clarified, let us know and we'll be sure to add that into the race director video as well. Yep. R runner briefing video. We can't, we don't have a runner briefing where we get everyone in one place. So we like to have something that you can watch on your own time. Yeah. You know, throughout the week ahead of your event, and, and it, with last minute information, just kind of give you an idea, a rundown of what to expect, and yeah. just how to make your experience in time in Arizona the best it can be and go as smoothly as possible. Because it is. The Havelina is more of an experience. It's like you arrive a couple days be even before the race, and there's so many runners and spectators and crew and family um, that it's kind of hard to get everybody in one place. Um, to go over everything. So um, we put out the video just so that you guys can, uh, on your own time, know everything about the race. Cool. Anything else Havelina related? I'm very excited. Oh, do you, do you want to talk about um, Southwest, who is actually like the sponsor of our... So if you guys don't know, we actually work with a charity sponsor um, in our company, and it's uh, the Southwest Wildlife Conservation Center. Um, this year it was actually really special. Uh, not only are they our main charity sponsor for our beer garden, um, but we also were able to take a tour of the conservation center. Um, it's kind of re like a rescue rehabilitation for desert wildlife, um, sick animals, uh, injured, um, displaced, anything like that. They go to this sanctuary and uh, they get the help they need and then they're re-released into the wild. So Southwest actually prides themselves. They've got 90% uh, release rate um, for all of the animals that they take in. They actually are able to save them and like re-release them into the wild, which is really pretty cool. Um, and this year we took a tour of the facility and then Southwest actually gave Aravipa, um the naming rights to one of their javelina. So uh, Aravipa named it Harriet with a J for the Havelina. Havelina hundred Harriet Havelina. Yeah. Will Harriet be visiting the race this year? She won't be visiting the race. She's actually a resident of Southwest. Um, Doesn't get out very often. She, I mean, you know, she's got some friends <laughs> and things, but uh, forever there will be a Havelina named Harriet, um, named by Aravipa. Uh, and they'll be at the expo. Southwest Wildlife Conservation, there's going to be an educational hour from 10 to 11 at the expo. Um, so you can kind of go, ask questions, see what they're about. Um, it's, it's really something that me and Haley are both passionate about working with, with uh, that charity. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, YouTube? Yeah. You Are wanna, we ready for it? You want to eat okay. some deconstructed yeah, things? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that, and then we're going to move into Q&A. So if you guys are tuning in live on Instagram or on Facebook, please leave us your comments. I already see some good ones popping up there in the in the conference room. I've been, or in the, whatever, is this a conference room? I don't know what it's called. This is a tap room. 
Uh, in the comments section. In the whatever. Whatever. Okay. Okay. We're 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 good. So all of these little things here, we've got like uh, ingredients basically that you would find in brewing a beer. So we've got um, like the unmilled grain. Yep. That we that we were using. Then we both scooped this out of the, the bin today. With a garden hoe. They just With get a, a standard... This is the You're scooping this grain. stuff out of the, uh, the cooker, the kettle. The kettle. Kettle. The, right? The kettle cooker. It's like kettle, kettle the cooker. The cooker? We, kettle. The kettle, the cooker. Oh. It's before the kettle. It's, it's before the boiling the pot. It's the boiling pot That of sounds things. right. That sounds, that sounds correct. Accurate. Okay. All right, accurate. So this is... They, like, boil the grains... Yeah, all the good stuff, kind of mill all the it carbs, down, all the carbs. Get, get all the goodness out of it. And then that goes in. That turns into the wort. Well, well, we're, they, people are going to be correcting us. I'm sure. Oh yeah. It gets boiled down. We and don't then know. It gets boiled down. Like, this is what pulls out of there. But also, this does have hops added into it as so well. So that ha already has the hops in it. This is the yeah, hops. Yeah, those are the hops. God, it smells so good though. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. So then they add uh, the hops, the sugar, the the sugar Lactose. comes. The sugar comes from here, the grains. No. Yeah. Do they add? Do That's they add where they sugars? get the sugars. Oh, okay. They get it from the grains. All right. So this is just fiber. I mean, I think we could just. I mean, we'll find out we're how good it is. We're gonna find out. I don't know. And then, and then they got the. Is this the actual? Is this the? the, the is this the actual one with the sage and everything in it? Yeah. Okay. So we have a sampler. They've been playing around with the levels of the orange and the agave and all that, and they actually have little tasters for us here of what that's going to eventually yeah. be because it's like we said it's based upon so the copper like the, state and it's going to be this is it's the enhanced. early process of the hoppy exactly all right so jube tube time we are going to taste all of these products pretty much this is the deconstructed beer tan okay i got a couple grains i mean honestly like if i put all of these together do you guys think it'll taste like beer no so far, not good. It's like, it's like being back in Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. And you cook grains or grow grains. Yeah, you know, you just go out in the fields and wheat fields. Eat the wheat. So this is right here. This is caramel malt. Oh. Roasted malt. It's actually not bad. It's pretty good. I like that. Okay. I really, really like that. This reminds me of oatmeal. This is the spent grain. Oh. There you go. We're just gonna. Yeah. It's almost like chewing tobacco. That's not sweet. All the sugar's gone. Right? Yeah. That's just like eating grass. That's why they make dog biscuits out of it. Oh! And not, and not granola bars. I mean, I think they should make granola bars. I don't know hair. how much... Is there a lot of nutritional value in this? I don't know. Maybe some fibers. What did they say? Did you just keep eating it? No. <laughs> Going back for fourths. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's actually pretty good as well. Okay, now for the fun, hops. How many pellets are you going to do? I don't know. I'll do more pellets than you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to do at least five. That's a lot. Like, I feel no. like one is it, one is a horrible idea in itself. So Noah did like one. And he, <laughs> and was he can not still impressed. taste it an hour later. One, Should we do five? Is this two, too much? Four, we... six, eight, ten. I'll do ten. Do five. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, ready? I think this is a terrible Ding. decision. Clink. Oh. Oh. oh no, 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 honey. No! 
Dries out your mouth so fast. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm literally. Oh. Oh. As good as they smell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, honey. No, honey, no. I don't even know if I can swallow it. Oh. Shut Have you gotten it down? Mm-mm. No. It'll swish and spit. It'll be good. Alright. Okay, mine's down. Yeah, the beer helps. Ten pallets, huh? That was a great idea. Alright, on to the wort. It smells really good. So the wort is, like, he basically equated it to, like, sugar water. It's sweet tea. Yeah. With carbs. So uh, Plenty brewer, of carbs. A brewer's breakfast. Yeah. Oh. A little... This over oatmeal and it's already sweet and it's good. I can still taste the bottle, <gasps> Yeah, they should Ooh. bottle that and, and send it out. I feel like like the sugar kind of like settled a little bit. Ah. You can see it. I almost I know, see the sugar it's in good. there. This is obviously a wort for a darker beer. It's not the one that. Okay. I mean, this is the sage and orange. Uh huh. And that one's good. Real good. I just still taste the hops. Though. I just only but I'm taste just gonna hops. say it's good. Oh, it's like kind of burning a little bit. This is smart. Yeah, this is nice. So again, if you guys have questions, please just leave them below, below right there, and uh, we'll get to them. We're gonna start out with some Instagram ones right here. Any gluten-free beers? Um, I don't believe that Hus has gluten-free beers here. You might have one on tap from someone else. Maybe from someone else, but no, they don't brew gluten-free beer here. I actually might go back for some of these uh, roasted... That actually was pretty good, honestly. It's just, you know... Amy Burnett says, I expect a drinking game for this trail talk. I mean, you know... Uh, I mean, kind of? Kind the, of the a hop, drinking game. The hop game was what we did. The hop game. And it was... Delicious. So, any showers at Havelina headquarters? Gotta catch a plane right after the race. Yes. Absolutely. Technically, no. But caveat, yes. Right? I don't know what you're saying. Is that accurate? I don't know what you're saying. Are there showers in Havelina headquarters? Not the headquarters. Not necessarily the headquarters. But at Havelina, yes, we do have access to showers. So in the competitive lot where everybody is parking, there are uh, restroom and shower facilities there. And then also at the Pemberton Trailhead, there's restroom and shower facilities there. It's about a three-mile drive into the park. And yep. if that's kind of the... I think that's the secret shower. That's the no secret. one will be there. Yeah, pretty much. So if you finish the race and you have a vehicle... Yep. You probably have a vehicle because you drove for the race. Drive up about three miles to the old start line. Uh-huh. No one's in that lot. I bet those showers are going to be empty most of the time. For the most part. Um, because people want to go across the way just for the convenience of being yes. there. Klausmer M. I like the t-shirts on the back, and I like your hut. I think hat. Your hat. Your hat is dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say their merch is on point. I love this. That's cool. So much. That's right really now. cool. And I actually love that, too. Yeah. Merch and is I, on point. I love that one, too. Like, I actually don't know if they ship online, but they probably do. If if you're here, come and grab the merch. Mm. It's great. It's legit. I want it all. Um, Langley Erickson, sing the hook preview of the song. Oh, do you want me to sing the hook? The, the, this is the comment. Sing, sing the hook preview. Okay. Really? 
I mean, it's up to you. So the song, uh, <laughs> Sneak, uh, is actually called Hocus Sweetest Thing. And um, the hook goes, Hocus Sweetest Thing. There you go. Yeah! <laughs> Got some hearts for that one. Yeah, drop those hearts, guys. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Someone said Jamil's the king. Nice oh. product placement. Thank oh. you. Oh. IG Treps. What are your recommendations for desert running for a runner who only runs forest environment? Great question. Cool. I mean, the biggest thing you're going to notice is there's no trees. It's wide open. There's no yeah. shade from, from the sun. That's how it works. It's just, it's so exposed. So, you know. Bring a hat or even they have the full brimmed hats. Even yeah. better. Co- there's even these ones face. that have reflective it's great. Sunscreen is a must. Definitely. Um, light colors because, you know, with your skin exposed and light colors is always a great uh, The other option. thing I think mentally that's different is you can see for so far yeah. that mentally it's a little different. You're yeah. not, like, always in a forest going around. Like, you can see the next three miles of trail ahead of you. So Pretty that can much. be a little bit, a little bit crazy, yeah. a little bit different. Um, but, but the biggest thing is the environment. It's going to be hot. It's going to be warm. And the train, I mean, like, certainly, like, the sandy washes, the, yeah. there's some rocky, I would definitely like, recommend, rock, things like that. if you're not used to it, gators would be recommended on yep. this course. There's a lot of gravel and sand that can get in your socks and shoes. And if you're not used to it, it can it can cause blisters. It can cause problems for And the you. ground is a little bit, I think, more compact. Like, in the it's forest, very hard. it's a yes. little, it's very forgiving. It's really soft. There's, you know... But so maybe if you have more cushioned shoes, potentially. Like hokas? Maybe. Boom. <laughs> Shameless plug. Okay, we got Boom78. How has the Barkley 1 million been doing? If you want to see how it's going, <laughs> go to jamilcurry.com slash million. I have all my stats there, also on Strava. I put all my runs on Strava. So if you've been following me, the last week and a half has been pretty abysmal. Haven't been doing a lot of running. Um, haven't run this week yet. Last week was almost no climbing. Just hitting a lot of stress with all these races going on right now. We have three in October. Yeah. And Big ones. Within, yeah, three a in October. Yeah. yeah. Within three within four weeks. Yeah. Something like that. So it's getting pretty crazy. Um, this time of year, my running always suffers. And I'm just trying to keep my head up. Yeah. So, and not stress too much about the running part because there's a lot, there's a lot else going on right now. Someone says the Barkley Billion next. Oh, oh God! Ooh. I didn't even think that's possible in a lifetime. Catherine Swank, you guys should do a race with the Hoka suits. Oh really? Oh really? You say? Are we doing it? Uh-huh. A, a Hoka mile? Marshmallow a Hoka mile? mile. Okay. With, with the Rice Krispie mile. Rice Krispie treat mile. Yeah. Pelleted hops. Asterisk. Yeah, it is. That is correct. It is. It is These are, hops. it looks like. So they like grind them down. It looks like rabbit food or duck feed. Yeah, they grind them down and then they put them in pellets. But it's concentrated. So we actually, yeah. we ate an entire plant of hops. Yeah, because they and said like. you ate like, two. I, I probably, I ate the whole bush. Clint, of Clint likes beer says this is my kind of episode. Trail mix. <laughs> is this the trail mix? This what if we, like, combined all Ew, of Ew, why? Why would LOL? I think we have a beer enthusiast here that's he's not sure why we would do this. Well. All for your enjoyment. It's you really. You LOL'd, so that's all worth it. We, never, <laughs> we don't think things through sometimes. Boom78. Who can chug a beer faster, you or your brother? Uh, Me. Yeah, but I got them both beat. There you have it. 
You don't even know. Diamond Runner. Hi from the Netherlands and the Diamond Runners. Hey. Hello. What's up, guys? Only Daniel, when will the Jam Ram shirts be dropping? As soon as we get them up on our shop. If you're coming to Havelina, we will have them, but we're hoping to put them up ASAP. Soon. Like, I just need to snap some photos and, and enter them in. There you go. Clint MCK. So foam rolling, good idea for trail run preparation or recovery? Do you foam roll? I do foam roll. Cool. I don't. You don't. Nope. I like it, especially like if I've done like a lot of climbing in a day or just like, yeah. No, I foam roll. I think it's good when you're sore or you're in, you have injury going on. Yeah. Um, and it probably can be good for both before a run and after a run. Yeah. I do it after. I definitely have done it for periods of time when I'm, when I'm more injured. Diamond Runner, you should come here and enjoy the Bach beers after a good run. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ian thirty five, are you still needing volunteers for Havelina? Uh, there are some open slots at um, Havelina for sure. So if you go to I volunteer, or if you go to our website and click the volunteer link. um, Airviperrunning.com. I volunteer. Slash <laughs> JJ17. I think. <laughs> iVolunteer.com slash JJ17 or AeroViperRunning.com slash volunteers. Um, you can click Havelina the link. Havelina100.com. Or that too. <laughs> okay. We'll uh, just throw out URL. All of it. Sorry. Uh, yes. You can go and like look at all the, the different openings. Um, I know that we probably still need help with setup, breakdown, um, for sure, uh, like parking, um, some aid stations, possibly some really like good, important late night aid station help would be amazing. Someone says not a secret shower anymore. Well, well, the, uh, the trail talk audience, you guys are an elite group of people. It's a true story. Like you guys get the inside scoop. There's there's 800 folks coming to run and there's only, there's about 35 even, people viewing right yeah, now. Yeah, not even 10% of those know now about the secret shower, so... How are the new Sense rides? I like them. Ooh, are you Not quite those? as... No. Oh. But not quite as much as the Sense Pro 2. That's still my go-to shoe, but I do like the Sense rides. I'm Sense what is the Aravipa name from? Joey KO32. Uh, it is from Aravipa Canyon, which yep. is... Couple hours south of Phoenix. It's one of my favorite places to go hiking. I've only been there once or twice, but yeah. it's still one of my favorites. It captured me that much. Captured my heart. I don't know. And it's from a Apache or it's an Indian name. Indian name? Yeah. Called that means I think that some translations said it means laughing waters. Laughing waters. That has no it wasn't like, oh yes, <laughs> laughing waters perfectly encapsulates our company. No, I just, I really like the name. I mean, it flows <laughs> with the waters. You get it? No. It's too, it's too early. It's bad. All right. Somnium. I need another <laughs> shoe that's not Pearl Izumi. Yeah, those are, are a dying breed. They don't make them anymore. Someone says, you got this, no stress. Oh, shit. No. Called me out. Dang, dude. Hey, guys, finally catching you live. AK Hound, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Can't wait to see you guys at Havelina. Run, Ron, I run. Run, Ron, I run. Run, Ron, I run. That's a one of those tongue. Or, say that. Say or run, Ronnie, run, Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> oh, you, dang it! 
Say run, run, I run six times fast. Run, run, I run. Six times fast. Okay. Run, no, no. run, I run. <laughs> run, run Ronnie, run. run. That's easier to say. <laughs> Diamond Runner. Saturday, we're having our first ever event. Repeat Mountain Madness. Whoa. What are your tips for a first event? Uh, mark the course well. Mm-hmm. And focus on the runners. Yeah. Only Daniel. Any races coming to the Tucson area? Yes. Scobie Bryant. What kind of pack would you recommend for a winter ultra for a tall dude? Oh, Woo! my. So much. Woo! Since we don't have winter here in Phoenix. Yeah. I don't I know mean, if we I'm, do, I don't but know if it's I'm not. duly qualified for this question. I like the Solomon Sense Ultra Set 8. I don't see why it couldn't be used in the in the winter. Yeah. Maybe if you put it on the outside of your puffy jacket, it would be too much, but I don't know. Um, Should I we? like that. If you're doing... I don't know. I don't really know. Depends how much gear you need to take, I think. Um, like, is it going to be snowy? Is it going to be icy? Is it going to be... Like, what kind of winter are we yeah. talking about? But um, another pack I've used for higher capacity is Ultimate Direction Signature Series, the Peter Backwin. That's a pretty good one. I used that for Barkley before. Um, that might be a better go. Another better option? I don't know. Ronnie. <laughs> Confirmed. Hi, Ronnie. It's not Ron I. The hey. name isn't Ron I. Okay. Got you. Christophilophagus. Christophilophagus. <laughs> I are can't you, Are you good, bro? <laughs> Can you Chris? pronounce that name? Christoph. Hello, I know. It's, it looks awesome. If I could pronounce it correctly, it would be amazing. Christophilophagus? <laughs> it's like a snuffleupagus, but Christophilophagus. Christophilophagus. Ah. Yep. Okay, basically this person says, <laughs> Woohoo, Havelina, can't wait to finally be part of the biggest party. Or hey, I mean yeah. race. Think Sesame Street. See? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Christophophagus. Yeah. I, I can't transfer it. Yeah. Fantastic. I can't wait to meet you so you can pronounce this. When you see us, please come. Please just and come and say, yourself. hey, I'm Christophophagus. I'm Christophophagus. Okay. Come on. This hitting. These hops are hitting hard. Oh, my gosh. Robert Lopez is bear. Uh, and Brian Milia said, just started a break, now having a Lancaster Red Beer in the UK. Boom. Boom. See? It's beer 30 somewhere It's probably nighttime the there. It's 9 in the morning here. No, 10. That's good. That's good. Andrew DeLugo says, uh, hope there will be six packs of that available for sale. That's I'm, a good question. I don't know if there's should, six packs. We should ask about that if, yeah. if they'll sell six packs at the race we will for find people out. to take home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find that out. For sure. Um, Jennifer Ryan Foley says, I want your job. And beer mile at the JJ100 event, question mark? Um, there might be an unofficial one. We don't officially organize anything like that. That's from Stanford Lake. He wants to know. Yeah. I would check. Patrick Sweeney sometimes organizes that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. But we don't officially organize one. I think I it's liability or something. I would say stay tuned. Yeah. yeah stay yeah. tuned. Watch. Keep an eye out. Maybe someone will post it in the uh, Havilene 100 group. But I imagine it might be happening... And if it did happen, it might happen on Friday. Because that's when people can set yeah, up. Yep. So. Um, Sari Sadler says, I'll be a first-time pacer for the Havelina 100, 100. Anything I need to know other than just getting my runner through the, his lap. 
any advice take care for of your take care of yourself as a pacer too I mean most yeah. of you will probably be starting after dark or around dark so just even though it's gonna be in the upper 80s in the day it can get cool and cold at night out there so yeah. be prepared with layers be prepared with you know what you need to get around a 20 mile loop as well um, Admir Alisic says, uh, what Hoka shoes will you be wearing during the Havilina 100? The Speedgoat 2s. Yep. As well as I will be wearing the Speedgoat 2s. Amy Burnett says, how many runners are registered for Havilina 100? So we have, as of, t- as of this morning, we had 580 in the 100 mile, yep. and we had 198 in the 100K registered. Okay. So we're getting pretty close to 800 it's about runners. 800 people. Yep. Uh, Jesse Ellis says, no LaCroix-infused beer? Mark. <laughs> um, and Jamie Morris is trying to decide between Elephant Mountain 50k and Black Canyon 60k any advice would be appreciated both great events yeah. I'll f- say that first off um, if you are I say if you're coming in from out of town I would just kind of push you towards the Black Canyon 60k it's a point to point race yeah. and you're on the world class Black Canyon National Recreation Trail yep. um, maybe slightly more epic of a race and, and, yeah, you get kind of a, like, a changing Sonoran scene, like, throughout It'll also, the race. Like, you get a little bit of canyon, you get a little bit of the Sonoran Desert, you get... You're starting up in the high desert. Yeah. Um, it's really, really pretty. And but, it will be a bigger a bigger event as well. Yeah. So there will be a couple hundred people there. There's, like, going to be probably 400 in the 100K. So there's going to be a lot more going on. If yeah. you want a little bit more of a low-key... 50K? Smaller feel, 50K, where you're doing the premier distance in that set, then do Elephant Mountain. That one is super awesome because it goes from Cave Creek Regional Park up to Spur Cross Which Ranch. along the Along the Maricopa Trail. Yeah. And it's an area that not a lot of people have run. Usually people just stay within the parks, but it connects them together in a really nice way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Both good options, but Both for good a slight different, slightly different reasons. I, yeah, I was just actually telling Noah how much I love Spur Cross area. And like Cave that. Creek, if you come in for the Cave Creek race, go to downtown Cave Creek. It's really cool. Yeah. There's cowboy bars. There's, like, rodeos. There's all kinds of things going on. It's And there's, like, really cool art shops as well. It's yeah. a great place to just kind of walk around, and you get that real Southwest vibe going yeah. on. So it has Cave Creek, the town, has a little bit more culture, I'd say, than... Black Canyon City, which is the finish of the and it's a little bit yeah. Black Canyon City is a little bit smaller. It's very but there's a little bit more going on in Cave Creek, I would say, than say the end of of like a Black Canyon. So yeah, Black Canyon is still like it's a cowboy town. It's it's a little bit smaller, but um, let's see. Jacob Denardi says, "Hey guys, which races are on your radar for 2018?" Shout out from Marin. 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 Uh, Barkley. That's cool. on my radar. That's on your radar. PTL is on my radar. Um, Trans Rockies is on my radar. And Diagonal Bafu. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, Diagonal So basically, yeah, a shit ton at the end of the year. Nice. <laughs> I don't know how that's all going to work out. Right on. Yeah, I kind of, I front-loaded everything. So I've got, like, San Diego 50. Uh, I think the Arch is 50. Um, I want to go back to Old Pueblo. I'm, um, I don't know about Zangre. But then uh, I'm going to finish my year with the Ute 100. Quick thoughts on Francois de Haines FKT JMT. Lots of letters. Franny, my boy Franny D. Whew. Blew it up. You hear about that? Mm -mm. He killed it. 
Previous record, three days, seven hours. He did it in two days, 19 hours. 12-hour betterment for 220 miles. So what what basically happened here is he's obviously the best long-distance mountain ultra runner in the world, Francois. He beat everyone at UTMB this year, and now he does this. Boom. There's just no question. He is the top of the game. Awesome. He beat Killian. He beat Walmsley. He beat Xavier. He beat everyone. Everyone was there, and he beat him. So he's the best. <laughs> Franny D. Uh, but he had a fully supported crew with Solomon, media team. It was a big deal for them to come over here. And he had pacers. He had Basically, he had a race set up for an FKT. Okay. So he just smashed it. Nice. I think we'll probably see a lot more of these type of events where there's like supported teams of... Of guys going after records. Yeah. yeah. You see it a little bit with the Coconino Cowboys doing the canyon. They've got media out there. Hoka's right on top of it. They're doing videos and photos and articles and um, even have people meeting them down there at the, at the river. That's awesome. So. Kenny, you want to come in? So this is actually, this is Kenny. This, he's been helping us. Brew. Right, right, right. Right in the center. Front center. He's actually the brewer that's been helping us uh, this morning as we are brewing our beer. Um, he missed the, uh, the juke tube. Guess how many pellets that she ate. Let me go four. Mm. One. Ten. 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 I know! That was actually <laughs> somebody just said that. They were like, why, but why? So, on the topic of hot pellets, I'm sure there's a lot of dog people out there, right? So dogs like drinking beer, I found out, but hops doesn't no good. No. Dogs have hops. That is not a good thing. So dogs so, say no to hops. Any homebrewers out there, keep them away from your hops. Okay. Yeah. It's a little okay. friendly thing on the topic of eating hops. You're okay. fine, but yeah. I'm good with the eating of the hops. <laughs> yeah, you're totally fine. Oh, like it's not good for them? Mm. For their health? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So only mention that if there's any homebrewers. So if I feel any partners. side effects later, I'm coming back at you. All right. So to sum that up, we might die. Okay, great. Keep your dogs away from it, but it's totally fine for humans. John's running photos. Jamil, are you loving daily vlogging, or is it stressful to get content out every day? I'm loving it. Yeah. There was a couple of people commenting like, oh, you should stop doing as much videos because then you can't run as much. But honestly, the videoing doesn't take away from my day at all. It's not a stress. I just film what I'm doing. Yeah. And then Enzo, who he edits it all. So I don't spend hours editing. That doesn't take up my day. I'm not going out of my way to do extra things yet. I would love to, if I had more time, I would love to up the entertainment value of the vlogs a lot more. So we're kind of doing, I honestly feel like I'm doing the bare minimum right now, but I'm just trying to get some content out there. So hopefully it's cool, it's good. Um, but yeah, I would love to find some time in the future to, to, to step it up a notch or two or four or eight or yeah. 10 pellets worth. Or 10 pellets worth. <laughs> okay. It's 6.50 in the UK or 18.50 if you're a military ton. Thank you. There you go, man. AK Hound, I'm running Black Canyon 100K and with a pacer for the first time. Can I pick up my pacer after aid station number six at 37.4, or is it only at number six? Uh, it is at 37. I don't know the number of the aid stations right off the it's top like of my head. 40, I apologize. Yeah. But at the, the 37.4, that sounds correct. Yeah, that's it's around the, mile 40. That's the 60K finish. At Black Canyon City. That's where pacers may begin. Yep. Uh, Scobie Bryant, what is your favorite Canadian ultra? Looking to break 100 for the first time or North Midwest? 
What's the favorite Canadian Ultra that you've run, Jubilee? I have run no Canadian Ultras at all. I want, Me neither. I want to, though. Yeah. I want to get up into so, the BC. Seriously. I want yeah, to go to the BC. If there's a good one, you know, let us know. And I'll, I'll, I'll take a, a trip up there into the north country of Tours. The north Midwest. I've been to Minnesota, but never run an ultra there. I've been to Canada. My folks lived on that border. I went to Niagara for a while. Falls. Yeah. Long time ago. Okay. Lynn Lane says, Jubes, thanks for the ride back to my car after the Sky Race 39K. You're awesome. You're that's welcome. Awesome. That's, that's my pleasure. And Sky Race was fun this year, man. Christina Bell Weinmiller. Oh, okay. Ready? Uh, Jubes, thanks for being there at the end of my first 50K. Meant a lot. Cave Creek was awesome. So. Uh, Christina, I actually had uh, the pleasure of doing a training run with her. Um, this Cave Creek was her first 50K, and it was her birthday celebration run. So happy birthday to Christina, and congratulations on your very first ultra. I thought that was so, so awesome. And you finished, like, a really tough race because it yeah. was really hot was at Cave hot. Creek on Saturday. It was, like, so, was it 93, 94? It, yeah, it was hot. So, girl, you got ooh, good now. You should come and run out of San Diego 50 with me in January. Hola, hola. Thomas O'Reilly asks, any updates on Tucson? So, no, not really. I have, I pretty much have the course more or less in mind of what I want to do down there and started reaching out to some of the permitting agencies. So we're just in the very early stages of the permitting process right now. Okay, you guys ready? Okay, we got some YouTube comments from last week. So if you guys are tuning in on this YouTube video yep. uh, or on Facebook, be sure to ask away your comments below and we'll answer them in next week's show. Perfect. Um, Deb Hamberlin says, have you thought about bringing back the 50 mile distance at Crown King? Hmm. Interesting. I have not thought about it much. How many years did that, that run? That it wasn't a, like it was a 50 mile and a 50 K. There was maybe, it wasn't, it was started just a 50K, then they add the 50 mile for like maybe a decade in the middle, and then it went away. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I mean, we'd have to talk about that. Jubilee is the race director for that one now, so we'd have to, to talk about it and see it. Um, yeah. I, let us know. I mean, is there enough, if, if there's enough demand, if there's enough, yeah, there's enough demand out it. there and interest, then we would it definitely would consider yeah, it. For sure. What they used to do is start people in Morristown, which is like the opposite way of Lake Pleasant. Like, so they go out towards almost, Wickenburg. Yeah. So they'd start out there at 3 in the morning. Whoa. And then it would merge with the 50K course. I think they would basically run like almost 20 miles to merge with the course pretty early on. And then they would follow it up so that they're kind of joining in. You know the idea that I love? Continuing it past the saloon? Well, no. Like doing a turnaround at the saloon where it would be like a kind of a double event where you'd run up to the saloon and bike down to the lake. Yeah, I do like that. We we talked about this because some people have been doing this where yeah. they they run up next day they bike back. Yeah. Mountain biking. Yeah. Let us know if you like that. I love. Let that us know idea. if you like the original fifty mile if you know what that even is, and let us know if you want to see something different because we could also you could also hit Crown King and then keep going in the pines. But Ooh, I, yeah. I don't know. That would be real tough to leave. Yeah. I think once you hit that saloon. I think we'd have a high drop rate. Yeah, because, I mean, just the saloon saying. is just, like, the best finish. It's just the coolest. That's that's one of my favorite things about Crown King is, like, it's just one of the most exciting finishes um, that we have. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, we have a jube tube uh, suggestion for uh, a coming week. Pickle challenge to see who can eat a, and drink a jar of pickles faster. Oh, man, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What size? Can't be that big. I don't know. I don't know. I'll take y'all and I'll look at what size. Like the size of this? Size of a, a beer can? Maybe. That would be amazing. Okay. I'd love that. I dig it. Uh, so stay tuned for the pickle challenge. Um, we had another follow-up from Thomas O'Reilly. Thanks. What are the dates for the Black Canyon training runs? First one, they're all on Facebook right now, Facebook events. Mm-hmm. And if people aren't on Facebook, we should probably get those on our website, which we'll do shortly. But um, November, December, January, we have three, one per month. The first one, I believe, is around the 24th of November, right after Thanksgiving. Then we've got maybe December 17th and then January 17th, something like that. I think that's proximate. But check the Facebook details for that. And they're all on Sundays this year, Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings. We're also, just a shout out to our training runs, we're also doing Whiskey Basin training runs this year that we are organizing. We're going to have three of those. We're going to have three of those. I haven't heard if there's a Crown King one or not. There is one Crown King uh, training run. It will be the month, a couple weeks actually, like two, three weeks before um, the event and it's just to kind of it'll be like a shorter little bit um, up the mountain just to kind of give you an idea of, of the course cool so any others from YouTube um, one from Randy Cafaro uh, this is so exciting had to hold my breath to see if that bread challenge would be met uh, we did a bread challenge last last week he said any word on the Silverton 1000 um, so Silverton 1000, actually, uh, for the Silverton events next year, we're actually going to host all of them uh, within the month of July. So instead of big... Sorry. I'm just keep snacking. You keep snacking on the grain, man. Yeah. Going back for more. It's good. I back to were, Silverton. I thought you were going back to the hops. No, um, I, do, I, I almost feel like I should be popping those because no, I'm really hungry right now. That was not Yeah, good. I don't, no, don't no, want to no. be doing that. Um... <laughs> So Silverton 1000 is actually going to precede uh, the Kendall Mountain Run next year um, in 2018. So we're actually going to have the 4th of July run, um, then the Ken- uh, the Silverton 1000, then the Kendall Mountain, um, and then the Alpine. And we're all going to condense it within the month of July um, instead of like separating out in August. So if you guys have never experienced the Silverton 1000, hopefully this is early enough in the summer where you can come out and run a 24-hour run, a 48-hour run, a six-day, if you've never done a looped course, um, and it's a mountain looped course, which is really pretty cool. Um, So that is going to happen at the beginning of July, and we'll actually set those dates and um, get that information out there. Cool. So we got Jack Fulkert 6. Any update on the change to JJ Start layout? I guess we haven't put that out publicly. There's a slight change. Very Mm -hmm. astute observation here. Right on. Awesome. We're just essentially uh, reversing the direction of the the through the parking lot loop. So think where the the finish line was last year. It's going to be looped above and then opposite. So the aid station is going to be moving near. The aid station is going to be moved near where the... where the finish line was last year. So it's going to be tightened up. So we have more of, right around that turnaround area, a whole zone of of medical, of aid station, of HOKA presence, of start finish line. So there's more of of a cohesiveness in our store. And then the vendor area will still exist over by the fire pit. So there's kind of two little zones, but the the vendor area is more of just the hangout chill. 
whereas all the action is happening up near the front of the trailhead. Yep. That's our big change. And we will get those maps out ASAP to you guys so you can kind of plan on that. Yeah. We had one more question on Facebook. Christine Bell Weinmiller. Jamil, Jam, do you, do you organize the Whiskey Series Trifecta? Thinking of doing it in 2018 or 19, how should, long should one be running 50Ks before moving up in distance to something like an 88K? Great questions. Yes, um, we are the originators of the Whiskey Man series. Uh, we're still working on the marketing for that and the, launching the website for 2018, hopefully getting a little bit more of a presence uh, for that. Yep. As far as stepping up to, thank you for being interested in it, by the way. It's yeah. awesome. Yep. As for the 88K moving up from 50K, it's definitely doable. I don't know that you need to be running 50Ks for any period of time. I would say if you've done at least one 50K, you have time to train for the 88K by next year. For sure. Oh, yeah. Most cool. definitely. And um, come out and check out our training runs if you live locally here in Arizona. It's going to be a real good time. Hopefully, we'll be hitting up uh, Whiskey Row after some of these. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Uh, might even be people camping out or something. Oh, for sure. But, um, yeah, I'd say just there's definitely training programs out there. But if you've done a couple 50Ks, you should be good to go for the, for the 88K. It's definitely possible. I think that's all our questions for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you to Huss Brewing for hosting this week's Trail Talk. If you guys like this and want to see us at more locations, I think we like it. I love it. It's fun. So we might do that more often. We might try and try and partner up with some people. Maybe Heck we'll yeah. go to the other Huss location. Maybe we'll do some other things. Yeah. Um, we really were hoping to have a guest, Leah Huss, with us today. But I think she's... She's off working somewhere this morning. They got a lot, a lot going on here. They're uh, a really passionate family-owned business, and they're they're killing it right now. Oh yeah, definitely support Hus Brewing. They are so important to the culture of Phoenix. Having a local brewer that cares about the people around them and our community, I think, is just super important because that's what Aravipa stands for as well, and we love partnering with those types of businesses so for sure definitely support Huss Brewing and um yeah give our give our Hoppy Javelina a try when you guys come on out all right thanks guys we'll see you next week see you